Do you or someone you know suffer from hoarding? Then this message is for you. Let that shit go. (laughs) No, but for real though. That's what today's podcast is about. It's up on the blog as well. Of course, I'm Lonnie Swain. Some housekeeping stuff. You can check out the website, LonnieSwain.com. That's L-O-N-I-S-W-A-I-N.com. And on social media at Lonnie Swain. Now, I'm in the process of purging and moving right now. I just sold my condo in Chicago after being on the market for only three days, might I add, which I'm very excited and happy about. Um, And it's really interesting because I just bought my place three years ago or would have been three years in July. When I first bought my place, I got rid of all of my furniture from my previous place. I was like, I got a new place. I want all new furniture. I spent all this time picking out the perfect sofa, the perfect bedroom set, everything. And now that I'm selling my place, I'm like, I want to get rid of all this stuff. I don't want to take anything with me. I don't have any attachments to anything. And one of my girlfriends was like, you should save that. You might want that. You loved your couch. You loved your painting. You love this. You love that. And I'm like, you know what? I survived Hurricane Katrina in 2005. I lost everything. And I have gotten everything that I lost 10 times over since then. So I know without a shadow of a doubt and I trust that I will get every single thing that I get rid of back again. If I ever want that same couch again, I can go get it again. Um, I just really don't like packing and I don't like the heaviness of having things and having to take things with me from place to place. It just really, um, I don't like how it feels and I want to feel light and free and able to move about without you know, where am I going to put my stuff? And I think that so many people, and you know, let me not even say so many people. Let me speak for myself. I have spent portions of my life clinging to things and people that no longer serve me and really aren't purposeful. You know, I'm in the process of moving back to my hometown, New Orleans. I'm going to be living with my mother Um, While I focus on building my own businesses and she ain't got no room for me at her house. My mom is retired. She has four closets full of clothes that she never wears because she lives in a onesie, but she ain't getting rid of her clothes because one day she might need to wear them somewhere. And that's how a lot of people live. It's like, no, I don't want to get rid of this because I might, you know, decide six months from now, six years from now that I want that. Or let me not, you know, get rid of this sweater because one day I might want to wear it, even though I've had it in my closet for six years and the tag is still on it. And I have not ever decided to wear that anywhere, but one day I might. And all of those things just block the room that you could have to invite in other things that would be more purposeful keep it around that friend that only calls you when they need something keep it around that 
boyfriend who just takes you and drains all your energy and and doesn't make any positive deposits to the relationship keeping those types of people around is just blocking energy you could be giving to something or someone who would be more fulfilling in your life and I'm just over that and I my friend was so in awe and I, I think that people find it so interesting when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not attached to any of that. And they wonder where it comes from. You know, part of it, I do believe was Hurricane Katrina having literally lost everything and knowing that I spent not one single night thinking about any of the things that I lost because in that moment, I was happy that all of my family and friends were safe and alive and you know, having relationships and loving and and being loved, all of those things sustained me. Not a single solitary thing did I ever long for or miss. And, you know, I have the love and support of family and friends. I've never been homeless despite losing my home. I always had somewhere to stay. I always had, you know, a bed, um, a roof over my head, food, you know, all of those things. And I really realized that those things were really most important. And the summer before Hurricane Katrina, I did a study abroad in Costa Rica. And in my homestay, we didn't have cable. We didn't have air conditioning. And it was very hot and humid. We didn't have internet. We didn't have a lot of the amenities that we had at home in in the U.S., And those days were some of the most peaceful and some of the most happiest days in my life. And it was just a simple life and it's very light and freeing. And recently I was working in Dallas, Texas, and I had an apartment there fully furnished And I simultaneously had my condo in Chicago still that was fully furnished. I didn't take a single thing from Chicago except for some toiletries and some clothes. And my Dallas apartment was bare bones, minimum, you know, bed, futon, sofa, um, and, you know, just the bare necessities. There was nothing in that apartment that I was not actively using And when I first went to Dallas, leaving Chicago, I felt this, this clinginess to my place, like, oh, this is my condo and oh, this is my bed and I love this and I'm going to miss this stuff and I'm reluctant to leave it. And I was so refreshingly surprised that when I went to Dallas and my place was so simple and there was nothing extra in there. And I was using every single thing I had in there and every single thing in there I, that I had, I needed. It felt so good and so freeing and so light. And it helped me to come back to Chicago to sell my place with the mindset of, I know I don't need any single thing in here to be happy or the things that I do need, my bare essentials, you know, my deodorant, my soap, my, my water, my bed, those things I will have, but it doesn't have to be this specific bed. It doesn't have to be this specific sofa and I will be fine. I will be okay. And I think that 
if more people could embrace that, you would be surprised at how, how little you actually need to be happy. And one of the things that I do on a very consistent basis is I purge and recycle my clothes. Like at least every season, a lot of times, more often than that, I'm going through my closets, going through my drawers, like, okay, have I worn this? Oh, the tag's been on this for six months. Clearly I'm not gonna wear this. Okay, this can go, this can go, this can go, this can go. And I bring them to resale shops, uh, Chicago and across the country, there's Crossroads Trading Company, there's Plato's Closet, Um, I'm sure there are plenty others, but those are my favorites, Buffalo Exchange, and they'll give you money for your clothes. It might not be what you paid for it. Might not be anywhere close to what you paid for. It might be coins, literally like 50 cents for a t-shirt, but it's better to have 50 cents in your pocket than a t-shirt that's collecting dust in your drawer that you are never going to wear or that you should never wear because it does not fit anymore and it's got holes in it or whatever the case may be. Let that shit go. And we often want to want to just hang on to things just, you know, for the hope that maybe one day you'll fit into it or maybe one day it will, you know, look differently on you than what it looked the last couple times you tried it on and decided it wasn't a good idea. And no, we got to stop. Or at least I know that that's what works for me. And, you know, if if there's something that you've been struggling with letting go or even if it's, you know, with something that's so interesting and I'm just having this epiphany while I'm ranting and talking, letting go of old ideas that no longer serve you. I found as I grow and mature as an adult, so many things that I was taught when I was younger or taught through example or what I saw modeled and and thought was the right way of doing things, whether it be loving, how to love in, in a romantic relationship or, you know, how to be a friend. That idea has evolved so much. And you sometimes got to unlearn things that you once thought you knew to be fact. Let that shit go. If that no longer serves you, if that is no longer yielding you the results that you seek, you got to let that go and try something different too. And make room for different, make room for new opportunities, make room for new ideas. Don't be so set in your ways of, of, of how you think you have to do things because you don't have to do anything, any specific type of way, except for what is your most authentic way of doing things and what feels most organic and right and good for you. And I promise you the universe will conspire to assist in making all of your wildest dreams come true as long as you let it. So I hope that helped somebody today. I just had to get that off my mind and off my chest. And one of my girlfriends was like, that needs to be your next podcast. You need to do something on let that shit go because that has been my mantra all weekend as I'm packing up these boxes. She's like, you want to take this? I'm like, nope, let that shit go. Nope, nope, nope. And I'm just letting it all go. And I encourage you to do 
the same. Happy Sunday. Talk to you next time. LonnieSwain.com at Lonnie Swain. That's L-O-N-I-S-W-A-I-N. And if y'all have any podcast topics that you want me to talk about or um, that may have been on your mind, something you going through, share them with me because I always love inspiration. Talk to you later.